Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. We also teach you how to save money while traveling the world. And on today's episode, we have Christine, who's an expert in the area of family travel on a budget. And as a fellow family traveler, I can definitely relate to her struggle to uh, budget when you're traveling because it can get very expensive when you're flying with multiple people, your spouse and your kids, and uh, you got to pay for the flight, follow them, you got to pay for admissions, follow them, the buses follow them, the trains follow them. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this interview. Even if no one else watches or listens, I'm going to learn a lot. <laughs> so Christine uh, is originally from Canada, same like me. Uh, I'm from the West Coast, she's from the East Coast, and uh, through the beauty of technology, we're able to connect. She's actually in Dusseldorf, Germany, as we speak, and I'm here in Medellin, Colombia. So we're from the same country in Canada. I'm in Colombia and South America. She's in Germany and Europe, but uh, through the uh, Google Hangouts and YouTube and iTunes, we're able to connect. Uh, so Christine, uh, to start off with, why don't we get to know you a little bit better if you want to share a little bit more about yourself for the sake of the people listening and watching. Hi there. Um, so we're from Canada, like you said, and we moved here about three years ago. We have another year left in our travel, and we figured there's no other way to get to Europe, so we're just going to travel as much as possible um, while we have the opportunity. I'm sure you know traveling to here from Canada is brutally expensive. Yeah, it is indeed. Uh, so tell us about your family makeup uh, in terms of how many people in your family, what are the ages, and uh, yeah, just tell us about the journey from Canada to Germany. Uh, well, my kids are five and two. Uh, my daughter was actually born here in Germany. Um, so that was, that was a lot of fun trying to figure out how to work out their, their healthcare system. Um, and my husband moved us here for work. Um, so I'm not allowed working while we're living here uh, just because of uh, the nature of his job. I don't have a worker's permit or a visa or anything. Uh, so what kind of work does your husband do that brought him over from Canada to Europe? Uh, military. He works for the Canadian military here in Germany. And how is it to be a military wife? I mean, I've heard a lot of stories, but tell us from a real insider's perspective, the both the good and the bad. Oh, God. Uh, there's a lot of both. Um, I mean, it's great because I get to move everywhere. I mean, I, I'm a military brat growing up, so we've always kind of moved around Canada. Um, so moving here, I was like, whatever, it's another posting, right? It's not a big deal. Um, but it's hard because you're like, you're always making new friends everywhere you go. And now my kids have to do that. Um, he's, he told me the other day, he just finished um, pre-kindergarten. And he's like, I need to finish all of my school here in Germany before I can go to school in Canada, mommy. It's, I have to finish all of it. He just, he doesn't understand that he's going to finish all of his school wherever it is that we land. But it's, it's good. I mean, he works a lot, but I kind of knew that before we got married. He's always been in the military, so it wasn't new. So tell us about how is it uh, to live as a Canadian in Germany in terms of, uh, for example, the language, the culture, and day-to-day uh, -to -day living? Uh, well, I get confused for an American all the time. Um, even the Americans think I'm American. The Canadians think I'm American. Um, just because, like, I mean, I don't have, like, a Newfie accent or, like, or anything like that. So I just, I sound like a TV American, right? Um, so, I mean, I kind of fit in that way. There's not a whole lot of us here. Um, but there are a lot of American businesses and a lot of big, uh, American expats. So it's kind of nice that I 
I don't stand out that way. Um, but learning German is hard. I mean, like, I speak French, but my mouth just can't do German. Like, just the way that the sounds come out and the things that I need to do. Like, German is hard to learn. Um, in terms of day-to-day, -day, I mean, it's – I used to work back home, and now I'm not. So that's a big thing that I have to get used to. But other than that, I mean, I go to the store. I do my errands, take him to school. Nothing's really – changed i mean germany is a lot like canada in that respect it's you know same thing new location i guess so tell us about uh what made you start your travel blog uh tell us about the origin of it and the major themes and topics you're writing about christine um well actually it started when uh, my son was born um back in canada it started off as like a mommy blog um, like a diary wasn't very good. Um, but, uh, I just wanted to just write. I am a teacher. I like teaching. And while I'm at home on mat leave, it was like all these things that I was learning. Why not teach someone else so that they don't have to make the same mistake. And then when we traveled over, it kind of turned into like a mommy is traveling. And then to keep my family up to date on what I'm doing like I didn't want to spam my Facebook with hey by the way I'm in Pisa today and I'm in Paris tomorrow and look at me don't hate me though kind of things I just kind of made my travel blog that way and the more I learned about blogging and the more I learned about traveling it just kind of became more professional I guess as opposed to um, like a hobby diary kind of thing so uh, now that you're living in Germany, uh, tell us about some of the different travel you've done, either in Europe or beyond. Um, well, my son wants to go to Africa because he studied Africa in class a couple weeks ago. He's like, Mommy, when can we go to Africa? I want to see the lion. I'm like, oh, God, the lion part of Africa, sweetie, is too far away. Um, so we've only been um, traveling in Europe so far. We've done uh, Switzerland, we've done France, we've gone to the UK. Uh, we haven't been to Spain yet, though. I think that one's going to have to wait um, until we're a little bit older and then kind of fly back just because it's so close. But I just haven't, there's no time to go everywhere. So on your blog, Christine, you're writing about uh, budget travel. Uh, mm -hmm. So walk us through how that looks like. How are you able to save money as a traveling family? Um, actually, I had this question earlier this morning on, on Facebook. They were looking over their daily budget and they're like, oh my God, I spent a thousand dollars in groceries and we're only four people. Like, what are you eating that you spent a thousand in groceries? Or I spent a thousand going out to restaurants. I'm like, well, there you go. That's, that's two grand that you just ate and you can bring it down a little bit like proper daily budgeting at home will help you save so that you can actually go on vacation um but then while you're actually there it's no I'm not going to take the expensive tour of the city I'm going to take the free guided tour that the city does or offers um I'm going to stay in a three-star hotel instead of a five because who really cares what your hotel looks like you're just sleeping there um that kind of thing we we don't splurge on the unnecessary so that when it is necessary we have that 
kind of left over. Um, when we were in Rome, we did a guided tour of the Colosseum. And I felt that that wasn't necessary only because we failed at a group tour with the kids before. It's like, well, if I have to pay for the Colosseum, if I have to take my kids here, I'm going to bloody enjoy it. So we did a little bit more money touring, but then the rest of Rome was basically free. We walked everywhere that we didn't take much transit. Um, we had a little kitchenette at one point, so we kind of made our own lunch. Just little things like that. Your objections are here to you as well is don't have time and they don't have money. Uh, so what advice or tips would you give to some other parents who might be watching and listening to us now who are making those excuses and uh, need to travel more? Uh, I mean, there's, there's never enough time to do everything and there's always enough time to do everything. It's just um, mapping out what, what your priorities are um, when you want to do it, like how old the kids are going to be. Can they actually accomplish where you want to go. I mean, I want to do Antarctica one day. I'm not going to bring my two-year-old to Antarctica. So it's on the list of things to do. And I'm planning and budgeting to eventually go there when she's old enough to go. Um, so those are all kind of things that you have to, to keep in mind. But if it's one of those, I'm never going to travel because I never have enough money. Um, I think it's, it's an unfortunate um, mindset that's going to be more self-fulfilling because you just have to you have to want to do it so that you're motivated to save that money to invest in the planning stage because the planning stage is awful and excruciatingly painful um but knowing you're going to go somewhere kind of just motivates me into i have to save money i can't go to the grocery store i can't buy the million dresses I want to for my daughter because I have to save money so that we can go on vacation next month. Oh. Uh, you know, at Disneyland, I know we covered this a little bit of interview. Expensive. I know Germany is pretty expensive too, but especially at Disneyland yeah. Hollywood, holiday is very pricey. Uh, tell mm -hmm. you are able to save money on your Disney getaways. Um, well, I mean, there's there's offsite resorts because we're military. We do have the advantage of a military uh, discount on the tickets, but I mean, they wouldn't offer it if it wasn't in their best interest as well. So sometimes getting the discounted tickets is more expensive than going for another packages. So it's all about um, offsite getting the really cheap hotels on booking.com um, as well as we drive. It's about five to six hours away. Um, so you could fly and be there in an hour and a half, but then you've just paid like a hundred euro per kid to sit on the plane for an hour and a half versus to drive. It's just a tank of gas. Right. And I have a, I have a cheap little car. So my tank is like 40 euro. Um, bring food to the park. Um, bring water. The water that they have isn't amazing, but it's free and it's um, and it's safe. So there's no reason why you can't just refill your water bottle um, in one of the fountains that they have. Um, 
Disneyland Paris is surprisingly cheaper at the moment than going to Disney World in Orlando. Um, the tickets are quite a bit cheaper. I think it's like 75, uh, 75 euro a day. And if I can do my math right, I think the euro and the American are on par. I know that turns into about $100 a day for an adult, which is still quite a bit less than, than Orlando. Um, and with the park being so similar, there's no reason not to get my Disney thing out at Disneyland Paris. Like if I just, I need to go to Disney, well then I'll just go to Disneyland Paris. It's cheaper than when we get back home and flying all the way to Orlando. Sounds good. Some great tips there. Uh, you know, uh, uh, staying off site at one of the local resorts rather than on site in one of the Disney villas. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, bring your bottle of water um, to fill up and then bring your food because uh, all those definitely add up. Um, mm -hmm. I, I've been to Disney Paris, but it was uh, before I got married and had kids. So uh, yeah, I can, yeah. I can imagine just how expensive it is. We did a uh, Disneyland, Hong Kong Disneyland, actually early this year, and mm -hmm. uh, there was a uh, pretty pricey. I mean, uh, when you add up yeah. add up everything, uh, the food, the sightseeing, the souvenirs. I mean, the kids wanted their own Mickey shirts, even though you could buy the exact same Mickey shirt offsite for probably a quarter of the price. But because yeah. it's in Disneyland, they wanted the Mickey shirt from Disneyland itself. So it definitely yeah. adds up. So great, great tips there. Um, so what is your vision going forward? I mean, you've moved from Canada to Germany. Your husband uh, is in the military. So are you stable there for a few years? Or at one call, could he be relocated elsewhere? Well, it's only a four-year contract. So we've known the entire time that we're going to go home next summer. Um, but we have no idea where we're going to land. So that's kind of the 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 sit around and wait part. We're going to find out hopefully at Christmas where we're going. And then it's going to be like the whole six month of where we're going to go, what are we going to do when we get there. And so we're kind of on hold right now until we find out. Um, but I mean, I want to keep traveling. Like I know traveling domestically is a lot more expensive than traveling throughout Europe, mainly because everything in Canada is so far apart. Um, I, mean, I love that I can, we went to the anniversary of Vimy Ridge uh, a few months back and we actually drove through four countries in 48 hours. And in 48 hours in Canada, I mean, you've barely left the province. So, I mean, it's, the traveling is going to be different for sure. Probably not going to be able to do nearly as much, but I do want to keep it. I mean, the kids have a travel book now. My son keeps asking when we're going to go on another vacation. He's like, we just got back a few weeks ago. Like, yeah, but I want another one. So, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change. I definitely relate there on the domestic front. Uh, we've done a yeah. lot of travel in BC and Alberta, and it is so pricey. I mean, hotels and the gas and sightseeing. So I, I find like now that we're traveling in South America, it's way cheaper for us to travel yeah. here, like where we're in Colombia rather than back in Canada. So yeah, definitely can relate there. Yeah, we've been spoiled being here with the with the cost of travel. Um, I mean, there's no like super eight here. Like I can't find like a $60 hotel in in Europe, but I can still go and see like a million places on the train within like an hour from here. And well, first there's no train in Canada cause I keep tearing up the tracks, but um, I don't know. It's just, 
see less, cost more. Hopefully it changes for the better eventually, but I'm not holding my breath on that. <laughs> so, Christine, if people wanted to, um, you know, find out about your blog and your social media, uh, what is the different ways that, by which people can contact you? Okay, so, I mean, I have Facebook, um, uh, tap.travelers, and uh, Instagram is tapped underscore out underscore travelers, and Twitter is uh, tapped out travel. They wouldn't let me add the ERS at the end. I guess it was too long. Um, and on my blog, tap.travelers.com, uh, we're in the middle of refurbishing the page to make it a little bit more user-friendly. So hopefully um, when you guys go on, you'll be able to see a brand-new-looking page. Awesome. Uh, well, hey, thanks for your time today over there in Germany, and I wish you the best in your travels uh, in Europe and beyond. Thank you. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery. We'll have the link uh, to Christine's website on the show notes if you're listening to this, and it'll be on YouTube if you're watching this. And uh, we, we'll catch you in the next episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we not only teach you how to make money, but how to save money as well. Happy travels, everyone. <laughs>